Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening. I want to welcome you to the Insiders Career Club podcast. I'm Cindy Thomas, and I'm your insider. And if you have done your homework on me, you know by now that for over 25 years, I've been working in-house as a hiring expert in talent acquisition, and that I've worked in lots of different companies from high-tech to biotech to pharma to help thousands of professionals get hired. This last June in 2020, I pivoted. I pivoted because my consulting gig of three years ended. And I decided to develop podcasts for the Insiders Career Club, as well as design the supporting website to help all of those of you out there that are looking for work. I know that you too can get into a good career role again, but you need to put some strategy together to rise above the competition that's out there and get yourself hired into the position that you desire. The Insiders Career Club podcasts and the website are now my business, and my goal is to help you, my valued listeners, through this economically shaky time. I want to help you move on to new careers if that's what you're looking for, and then continue to help you right on through your work life. And as you grow, we will grow. But to make that happen, support is needed. I need your support. If you listen regularly, we can grow and keep this going. In addition, you can also help by sharing the Insiders Career Club podcast with your friends, your family, and your network. And I know that because of what's going on with our economy, there are lots of people that are out of work, and I'm sure that somewhere in your network, somebody needs this information. Ask them to listen to the podcast and to use the wealth of information available on the website. Both are free. We're easy to find on Apple and Google Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, Pandora. And for those who are not so podcast savvy, because there are those of us that are out there, you can go to our website at www.insiderscareerclub.com and listen there. I appreciate your support. We've got many changes going on in the hiring world. Today's mission is to help you get up to speed quickly on virtual interviews so you can excel and win that role. Let's get to it. It's a brand new year and we're boldly going into this new year where no one's gone before. If you're looking for work, you'll no doubt be asked to do a virtual interview. And it can be daunting if you've never done one. And even if you have, we've got some great advice for you. Interviews have gone virtual in a big way due to the pandemic. Your goal is to do a stellar interview each time to ensure that you move forward to the next step in the interview process. It is a process and it goes step by step. You can be weeded out at any time in that process. To up your odds for moving on to the next step, you need to be prepared. Your mission is to master the interview process as well as tame technology. So grab a stick and get ready to beat technology back into submission. It's not as hard as you may think. Let's talk a little bit about some interview things first. Now, getting ready for virtual interviews is really the same as getting ready for an on-site interview. 
If you haven't already started to do your research on the company that you're going to be meeting with, now is the time to get started. And if you need more details about that, take a look at the website under job search. There are articles on interviews that will help you out. Now, to give you a little bit of background, virtual interviews started as a stopgap measure for hiring during the pandemic shutdowns. I can remember sitting around the table during a team meeting with the team that I worked with for the last three years, trying to figure out how we were going to continue pushing on to interview and hire candidates safely. Virtual interviews has now become an interview staple. And I'd say it is directly in between a phone screen and an on-site interview. It's made it possible for businesses to continue hiring safely while things are in a state of flux. Now, typically as part of that interview process and before the interview, you will get an interview schedule and it should have all the names, the titles and times of the people that you're going to be meeting with. Also at that time, it was part of our process that you got any paperwork that you needed to complete and return, like an NDA or an application form. Having these schedules is key. Why? Well, here's a couple of things. Because it can be used during your interview to track the time that you have left in each session to make sure that you get important information across within the time that you have left. If you haven't received an interview schedule for your interview, Ask the recruiter for one. It's important. And it's also key that once you have that schedule, look each interviewer up on LinkedIn. Why? So you know a little about their work experience and you have a better idea of who you'll be speaking with. It can kind of take the edge off. Now, here's an insider tip for you. This may not always be possible, but if you can do it, it's really cool. Try to utilize the information that you learned about your interviewers by working that into some of the conversation with the interview team. It's subtle, but it shows that you did the research and the opportunity is important to you without saying it. Get your selling points and the reasons you want the job written down and then practice, practice, practice saying these things. You want it to flow easily. Don't worry about sounding rehearsed. An Adobe study reports 71% of recruiters rank communication skills and candidates as being the most desirable of critical in-demand skills. Now, remember, the competition is pulling out all the stops to get ahead of you. You've got to be able to share clearly and succinctly why you're the best person for the role. And then I want you to back it up with strong examples of your work. Think in terms of show versus tell. Anyone can say they're good at something, but sharing a brief story of how you accomplished a task or duty shows or speaks volumes to your credibility. And who does not want to be credible in their interview? That's the whole purpose of the thing. You should also think about what strategy you have for the interview so that you can make sure that you get whatever information you desire out of that interview day. Now, when you're answering your questions, stay upbeat in your attitude and your answers and your energy. Don't talk badly about a past employer or a manager. 
It will reflect badly on you. It makes you look disrespectful and disloyal to an employer that was your means of support. And the interviewer will also be thinking, because I know I would, what will they say about us if we hire them and they leave? Now, here's a quote for you. Attitude is a choice. Happiness is a choice. Optimism is a choice. Kindness is a choice. Giving is a choice. Respect is a choice. Whatever choice you make, makes you. Choose wisely. This is a quote from Roy T. Bennett, The Light in the Heart. Now, one tip to help you feel relaxed and prepared is to have a copy of your resume, Andy, for reference. You know, you're really not expected to remember everything that's on it. I don't remember everything that's on mine. You should also have a pen, a notepad, a glass of water, and tissue within reach if you need it. Now, in preparation for your interview, you also should be preparing a list of questions that you want to ask. Do this carefully. Have one or two questions for each interviewer. Here's an insider's tip. The recruiter and the interview team, we do compare interview notes when we're talking about candidates during feedback sessions. So be sure to have a variety of questions prepared. And then I can't believe that in this day and time, there are some savvy interviewers out there that you would get asked this question, but you never know. So there is an age-old question that is, tell me about yourself. If you get asked this question, I want you to be sure to do this. Answer it in a career-focused fashion, and you should have something prepared ahead of time so that that can flow easily as well. Take the opportunity to show how you've already grown your career and share how you want to continue to grow. Now let's move on and talk about the technical sides of things that you're going to be back here. Now, the technology factor in your interview space are big things in a virtual interview. During this interview, the team is going to look at everything to formulate an impression or opinion of you. In this medium, everything becomes magnified and is important in the scheme of things. And you can think about it yourself when you're looking at someone or some, you know, on a screen or somebody being interviewed, somebody on television, you're looking at everything in the background. I know that when we switched over, our news people were doing the news from home and it was very interesting to see what their backgrounds look like. So remember, other people are thinking the same thing about you. So first thing, test your tech. Make sure your home technology is up to the task. Can your computer handle Zoom? Do you need to get an account with them or WebEx or whatever it is that they're using? Test it out ahead of time. For safety's sake, we are all using laptops for the most part. Plug your computer in so you don't lose power during your interview. Space. Let's take a real deep look at your space. You've got to select it carefully. You want to be in a room where you feel comfortable and it should also be private. If possible, find a room with good natural light. Your lighting should be behind your screen so that your face looks bright and well-illumined and natural. Shadows on your face are a no-no. You want to be seen clearly. 
Now recruiters and other interviewers, intuitively we are depending on what we see as well as what we hear. Remember, the two things must be in agreement to have the desired impact of what you want. We'll observe your facial expressions and determine how well you engage in this medium. Don't sit too far away and don't sit too close. Your screen should be elevated at eye level. Looking down doesn't come across well to an interviewer. Remember, you don't want to look like a conehead because your camera is too low. Look right at the screen at your interviewer. Also, close windows and doors to minimize any expected noise. Now, once you get all this set up, and I know it's a lot to remember, practice your video skills. Get an account on Zoom if you have to, or practice in front of the mirror. How you look and how you sound is important. If you can, record yourself. The night before, it's important to get enough sleep, even though you're excited. Get some sleep so you have some energy reserves to draw from. You need to come across with good energy when answering questions. Now, let's talk about the background, your office space. Be sure to tidy up your office space, or you could use a virtual background. Make sure whichever you use, use the space to your advantage. What does your real office space say about you? What is it you want it to say? Now, if you have lots of pictures in your background, it will say that you're family-oriented. Or if you have pictures of a dog or stuffed animals or statues, it's going to say that you're an animal lover. A bookshelf or neatly stacked books will suggest you're a reader and like to continually learn and that you respect education. A neat environment will suggest that you're organized. Whatever you have in that background office space, make sure it's not distracting but is complementary to what you're trying to convey to your interviewer. Now, here's a tip for you. If you're using books, you want to make sure you use books that you've actually read. Just in case someone makes a comment about it, you don't want to say, uh, I never read it. If you're using a virtual background, use one that is professional. You can reduce background noise if you use headphones. So if you have them, it's a good thing to do. Now, you may have children and animals. If you have children, get a babysitter. If you have animals, put them out. No interviewer wants to hear screaming children in the background. It can be unnerving to you and distracting to the interviewer. In addition, it can ruin the flow of the interview. Now, if you do have a pet or a small child that may wander into the room, Mention that ahead of time to the interviewer, just so that if it happens, we're not surprised. It becomes less of a big deal. Now, that being said, it's still best to get them squared away before the interview starts. Put your cell phone on mute or vibrate and the ringer off on your home phones. Don't let telemarketers or wrong numbers interrupt your interview. Now, you can take some of the pressure off yourself by logging in early. Not too early. You don't want to sit there for 15 minutes. But you can log in, make sure like maybe five minutes early. So you're ready to go the minute the interview starts. Just remember to keep your speaker on mute and then take it off when you see the interviewer is there. It will take some of that pressure off because you're not going to be fumbling trying to join the call. 
And then also at the beginning of your interview, you may want to ask, what do you do if you lose connectivity? Who do you call if there's an issue? And keep those names and those numbers handy. And then you can say hello and look directly into the screen and make a connection. Now, I like to dress up, but some people don't. Dressing to impress is important to me. But these days, you think business casual or business dress. Most people are working from home, so business casual should be okay. Just make sure that you are neat, clean, and pressed. If you're unsure or if you're meeting with senior members of the company, it never hurts to dress up. Remember, the interviewer has a job. You're looking for one. Look into the screen when you're answering questions or asking them. It is harder for everyone to engage candidates and you to engage the interviewer through a screen. So make sure that you give the interviewers a good amount of FaceTime. Be personable, smile, be natural, and let your personality shine through. And all if that's not enough to remember, don't forget to breathe. Now, when you are sitting in that good chair that you have, sit up straight. Your shoulders should be back facing the screen so you can easily engage with your interviewer. It's okay to lean in, just don't slouch. Keep that chest up. Nodding your head when listening to your interviewers will show that you're engaged with what they are saying. And don't fiddle with your hands. If you know that you do that, Here's a couple of things that you can do. One is you can get a pen. Make sure it doesn't do this because you'll be t- you'll want to do that if you're nervous. Just get a pen. You can hold on to it. Never let them see you sweat, even if you are. You can play with that pen off screen or you can get a stress ball and play with it under your desk. In this medium that everybody's still getting used to, there's something to remember with the timing. There is a time delay. It can be one or two seconds. So knowing this can keep you from cutting someone off or getting thrown off when listening to answers or asking questions. Wait a second before your response to make sure the interviewer has finished their question. And then wait, too, when you finish your answers so that they have some kind of signal to know that you're done. Now, because we are in this virtual setting, It is harder to read the usual clues you get when you're face-to-face. The pace of your speech becomes more important. So slow it down so that it will make it easier for the interviewers to follow the conversation. And you may also want to be sensitive if the interviewer is making notes. You can see them, take a pause, and let them catch up. You don't want them to miss the important things that you are saying while they're writing. Another way to keep things interesting is to add variety to your tone of voice. You can say things with more inflection, which is what I just did for inflection. You can add energy. You can add volume. Or you can speak maybe a little slower or pauses when appropriate to your responses. It's important to put just the right amount of life into your speech. And I would suggest if you can record on your phone, record your interview answers. You want to hear how other people hear you. I know that I never think that my voice sounds the way that it sounds in my head when it's coming out of my mouth. But do that so you know how you sound 
and you come across the way that you want to. Doing all that will help keep your listener interested and engaged. Here's a tip for you that should help you with some of this. Take some time to watch your favorite news anchor person. You can learn a lot by watching them. Look at their posture. See how they sit. How do they speak? Where are they looking? How are they using their hands? It will help you for your interview. Now, we can plan all this stuff, but there are going to be some interruptions. The doorbell may ring. You may have to excuse yourself. If that does happen, remember to mute your sound. And when you come back, unmute and apologize for the interruption and quickly move on. Don't keep apologizing for the distraction because it keeps bringing it up again. And no matter how much you have prepared, you may just before the interview get a really bad case of the nerves. If this happens, I want you to try this. Take a deep breath, as deep as you can. Breathe it in slowly. Hold it and let it out slowly and keep doing that until your body calms down. Towards the end of the interview, remember to restate your interest in the position, the company, and why you're interested. And then that's also an opportunity for you to ask the interviewer if they have any objections to your candidacy for the role. This will give you time to address them and dispel whatever objections they may have. Lastly, get your interviewer's email addresses and follow up with a thank you note within a couple of days. We kind of watch for that. Now, we have discussed a lot of information with you. Keep reviewing it. If you practice your answers, if you watch a newscaster, if you sit before a mirror to see how you look, how you are sitting, if you videotape yourself or record your voice, all of those things will help you. And keep practicing. Keep practicing. I know it's a lot. If you keep practicing, it becomes second nature to you and you will come across with all the confidence, all the right information. You will come across great. So good luck in your interviews. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like us and share it with your network too. The Insiders Career Club will be bringing more podcasts every two weeks with different professionals and there'll be some bonus podcasts coming too. So keep checking back. Where can you find us? We're on Apple, Google, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Pandora, as well as on the Insiders Career Club website at www.insiderscareerclub.com. Can't remember all that? Just search my name, Cindy with an S, Thomas with an H, on Google, and you'll find the podcast and the website. If you happen to be on LinkedIn, please connect with me. Please review us and give us a thumbs up. It's greatly appreciated. Stay safe and take care.